Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 25 of the Real Flicks podcast. Time goes by so quickly. 25 episodes. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You're absolutely right. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing well. You got. I, I can't see you, obviously, but do you have your orange wigs on to support the team tonight? No, I do not. You don't? Okay. Well, uh, you should. Because I'm team... Who's the other team? North... <laughs> North Carolina, but damn I'm just you! Kidding. No, North Carolina <laughs> sucks. North, it's it's not bad. That's a swing state, you know. That's 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 one of the bigger swing states of like uh, presidential elections. So, by the way, you guys want to hear a fun fact? Mm-hmm. Sure. So, uh, it's about U2, by the way, but it's interesting. I swear. So every time that U2 has released an album, in a in a in an election year for the U.S. president. Every single time they've released it, a Republican has won the presidency. Oh, and it's not no. like once or twice. They did it in 1980, 1988, 1996, 2000, and then 2004. So five times. They didn't release an album, had they? Not yet. But okay, they were actually, better not. They were planning on... No, they, up until recently, they were planning on releasing another album this fall. So you never know. <laughs> what happened recently? Hmm? What happened recently that they changed it? Oh, they're just—they do that all the time. That's, oh. that's just a, they're like, they're hey, you've got Irish. an album coming out in six months. Like we have seven, eight songs ready to go, and then like a week later they'll be like, oh, we're working on fifty songs. See you never. <laughs> like, but they're going back out on. So there, there's your YouTube update. Uh, and we do have a couple of house cleaning things. First of all, uh, well, since we just talked about batman v superman it's time to reveal now that we know the opening week box office it's time to reveal the winner of our rotten tomatoes opening weekend predictions it's not me yes that's a spoiler alert there you go josh you you picked you predicted the movie to make 776 million dollars i did respectable you were pretty close there and you also predicted a 74 percent score on rotten tomatoes oh boy that was not right that was not right at all. So, uh, Cody, you went with $190 million. Okay. A little on the north end. 75%. <laughs> Whoops. And then... Don't so, act like you had such a great score either, buddy. I had... I was the lowest. I, I, I came in with 66% on Rotten Tomatoes, which was, by default, the closest. <laughs> and $170 million, which I was, you know... At first, I was within a hundred thousand, and then they scaled it back. So, close enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I win. Nan and a boo boo. Uh, please uh, stick your head in the nearest pile of doo doo that you can find. <laughs> Very classy uh, version <clears throat> of that, right there. I try, I try, but. <laughs> or I could just say suck it and move on. But no, I'm gonna. Rip it will work but. with me. So. But uh, did that? Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> you guys got me drinking the Kool Aid. I, I mean, well, the mo- the movie ended up with 166 million, which is a good, pretty solid gross. It's kind of dropping like flies here in the second. Yeah, week, but... second weekend is not looking pretty. Yeah, but uh, and then uh, a whopping 29 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which we talked a little bit about. So, uh, <laughs> whoopsies. Um, but hey, that's that's what you do make make predictions for. But uh, and Josh, since you did a clean sweep with Star Wars. 
I got Batman v Superman, Cody. Uh, Civil War is coming up, so there, you, there's your chance to, <laughs> to tie it up now. But uh, fun, fun times, fun times. Uh, let's see other other things I want to touch on as we do with every show. Let's burn through some of this uh, the news of the week. Josh, let's get us started. All right, one second. Uh, all right, so pretty much everything today is comic book news related. Only got a couple things, but uh, first, uh, Kingsman Two. Right, right, right. It's common. Has a title, got some concept art, and a little bit of the plot. Why don't you describe uh, to us the uh, the concept art? Just kind of give us a general idea yeah, of what it is. So, did you guys see it or? Nope. I saw. I saw a little bit of it. But. Uh, yeah. So, you got some pictures of like I think it's Eggsy. I can't really tell, but it's a Kingsman agent if it's Eggsy. Kind of like in this wasted area, kind mm-hmm. of st- like looking around this kind of wasteland type of thing. Looks really cool. Um. Got some other things, kind of some weird retro-looking locations. Uh, this uh, other pub. I don't know if it's the same one from the first movie, hmm. but uh, some stuff like that. And then the movie is going to be called Kingsman. The uh, what's it called? The Golden Circle. What? <laughs> yeah. The, if I if I may jump in here, Matthew yeah. Vaughn, like you don't see, especially a blockbuster filmmaker, just be like, oh yeah, here's kind of what here's some sh- stuff about the movie, like whatever. Yeah, that was I was kind of shocked when we got like, oh, here's the title and concept art and a bit of a, a basic sort of plot going. I was like, that that was pretty surprising to me. But the Golden Circle kind of reminds me of like, it sounds very Bondian. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds like a it, that sounds like a secret society. So if it is in fact that, I'm gonna be pretty psyched yeah. uh, more than I am normally. But uh, that looks yeah, that sounds cool. And there were- we got some word on casting, didn't we? Um, maybe I don't think so. Did we? I must. I missed it. If we did, I know he. I think he spoke a little bit about Julian Moore, but oh, uh, that's, that's right. She was okay. Yeah, I don't know if she is, is officially she in is it. Going to show up in this movie? Too? She was. She was in talks a while ago. I don't know if she was ever actually officially cast, but uh, she was in talks, so I'm assuming she's gonna yeah, be in yeah. it. And I think she's supposed to be the villain. Yeah, Halle Berry too is. Yeah, to yeah, be, yeah. Play the head of the statesman, which is like the American. Thing. Huh. I just I see that the the. Having like an American Kingsman, obviously the Statesman. That's to me. That's just going to be uh, Matthew Vaughn, like kind of parroting and satirizing America, like just how about us? Like, I, 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 I love, I love Matthew Vaughn. <laughs> oh, be, be, just because of things like that. <laughs> I, I, I didn't really think that the, except for a few gags, I never thought Kingsman was really more comedic as it was like action based. But if he does get into the whole. If he gets into satire and then an action movie, that'll be awesome. So, yeah. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic for this. Cody, what do you think? I'm excited. I've been excited ever since I knew there was a sequel. Mm. I loved that movie. Kingsman was great. Yeah. No, you don't feel that way, but <laughs> you know, I just you should I, watch it again. Compared to Bond, I just can't like. I liked it, and then I saw Spectre. I was like, oh, that's just. It, Spectre oh, completely took the place in my mind over Kingsman. I don't know if we want to get into this discussion right now. Yeah, we don't. It's a good feeling. It's good. I just I don't. I have a feeling you're not going to like the way that we think about it. No, I, I, I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> I, you, guys, you guys hate plenty of stuff I like. So who, I don't, I don't, we don't hate Spectre. You hate it's just fun to pick on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're so into it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but, um, and I'm also, I'm just, I'm so happy Matthew Vaughn's actually committing to a sequel for once because it's two times already he's 
almost directed a sequel to something he's done and then bailed like yeah. months before he was he was gonna do x-men days of future past god's not dead and, too and he was gonna do <laughs> he was gonna do kick-ass too yeah. um but i'm really glad i mean of all the sequels he could do i'm glad this is the one because yeah. this is very much a matthew vaughn movie i've o- i know there's not much of a story to tell but i've always wanted to see an ant like a layer cake too. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but that's a that's a fantastic little crime thriller, and I just I've always loved it. I want to see kind of what happens. Obviously, if if you've seen the ending, you know that there's you kind of limited as to what you can do, but well, maybe you, that character may not be dead. So, but uh, I would rather see a layer cake too, personally. Have you guys seen that? No. I have not. Oh, it's awesome. I it's really great. want to. It's it's like if Matthew Vaughn made uh. It's like if Matthew Vaughn made an, a British version of Goodfellas. That sounds incredible. It is. <laughs> I mean, I it's it's obviously different, but that's like the that's the comparison. Okay, if if Matthew Vaughn made a British version of The Departed, how about that? Okay, that's hmm. that's probably closer. But, what movie did he make? Did he make Snatch? No, no, that was uh, Guy Ritchie. Okay, never mind. We're, I don't know where I was going. Go ahead. Brad Pitt. Hot, 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 hot. <laughs> you like Dags? Ah, I love Brad Pitt. But anyways, uh, cool. Golden Circle. When's that coming out? Uh, when is it coming out? Uh, June 2017. Oh, wow. So, hmm. Strike while the iron's hot. Good for them. Yeah. Cool. What's up next? All right. Uh, so now uh, we're going into the world of DC before we jump over to Marvel later. Oh, boy. Um, got a bunch of stuff. Uh, first, we got a picture of the Wonder Woman movie. Um, we got, oh, right. got to look at uh, all the different Amazonians, uh, and everyone on the internet got mad because there's no one black in there. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <Come> on. <laughs> uh, and the director did state that there are, there are a bunch, there's a tons of diversity in the cast, so don't worry. This is just one picture of four different people. It's like, calm down. Um, but anyway, uh, you got to look at all the costumes. Amazonia is so white. <laughs> you got to look at Themyscira, the world of Wonder Woman, um, kind of see Gal Gadot in a different take on the costume with a different shield i think um so i mean i thought it looked really cool it looked it kind of looked like a uh i mean i haven't seen game of thrones but it reminded me of game of thrones you should watch game of thrones i will eventually you should do it now (laughs) start it (laughs) did you guys see the picture yeah Yeah. what'd you think yeah it's okay i don't know i don't know a lot about uh wonder woman i've said this before but you're gonna learn. Like, no, who, I can't to. name a single Wonder Woman villain. But that she said, just, don't I, they share villains like with the Justice League? Does she really? That's lame. But not, I mean, I don't know. I'm curious to see the movie. Like it's it looks cool. It's I mean it's it's kind of DC's you know uh, what's it called socks and sandals or whatever something yeah swords and sandals and kind of thing that's our first non-zack snyder directed no it's not it's our second non-zack snyder directed movie so. yeah but hey man david thewlis is in it so i'm i'm sorry he is that's right i forgot about that professor good old professor loop and i love i love that guy but awesome. yeah that that's actually coming out a week after kingsman does so hmm. yeah it's cool stuff well, i'm pretty i'm pretty sure it's gonna move because it's also coming out the weekend of transformers 5 Mm. although if that actually happens yeah, i would we'll put see. i would put money on transformers 5 not coming out i hope so because that's a lot of cg work you have to do and if they haven't even started filming they're screwed well transformers 
four CGI looked terrible. So they could probably pump it out in a weekend. No call it <laughs> a few, few million bucks and be like, yeah, all right, let's make number six. So oh boy, I have Michael on the line ready to do it. So cool. Just stop. <laughs> they haven't been good ever. <laughs> now my question with this whole like I guess we we sort of talked about about how Wonder Woman doesn't have any villains, so I'm kind of curious as to what the whole story's going to be, because we've got a lot of a cast, but nobody that's villainous that we I know. mean, I think they're, I think there's, they just, they didn't announce who's playing who, as far as I know, oh. at least. There's a bunch of, ca- there's a big cast, but I mean, we don't know everyone, who everyone is playing. It's so. just me, like, I, I was thinking about this the other day, so you know how, and spoiler alert for Batman v Superman, so Superman dies in Batman v Superman. What? And then he kills a guy at the end of Man of Steel. So either Zack Snyder is really good at keeping secrets, and DC's really good at keeping secrets, or nobody gives a crap about looking up DC spoilers. I mean, <laughs> it gets a little bit of both. <laughs> Star Wars did it. Well, that's I mean, that's that Star Wars. Really, Marvel. I, I've I knew about the ending of Age of Ultron or whatever whatever that movie that was before I even saw the movie because the thing shit their stuff gets spoiled all the time. But like DC is just. They've kind of they've pulled this crazy move on people twice, and nobody's even known. It's just hmm. weird to me. I don't know. I noticed that, but hmm, cool. Wonder Woman. All right. All right, um, all right. So next up in continuing in the DC world, uh, Batman. He's getting a movie eventually. Yeah, maybe something. Sometime. Uh, but it was real. We all know we it was reported sometime last year that Ben Affleck is going to write or co-write with Jeff Johns and star in his own movie. It's never been, it hasn't been actually announced, but it was from a reliable uh, mm-hmm. trade site. So and it's it's, ob- it's going to happen. And it makes sense. Um, so. But so uh, as of right now, he's there. It seems like they're re- like renegotiating his contract to get him on for more movies. Um, and for most pe- even the people that hated the movie or people like me that didn't love the movie. Ben Affleck is the best part of the movie to most, to a lot of people. Um, and seems like they're really marketing off. They're going to be kind of latching onto that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they're, it seems like they're trying to get that movie going. And it turns out uh, Ben Affleck, he has his script for that movie done. Well, let's hold on a second. Cause the guy that announced that is not, he's that's his agent. Was it his agent? Okay, I must have. There must have been some misinformation, but uh, there's probably there's a, there's a difference between finishing a script and working on a script, which is all we've heard so far. So I'm I'm a little hesitant to believe that, but if yeah, he, he said, is, that's cool. He said, I'll read the quote. He said, "There's a script that he's written that's really cool, so that's an option." Mm. There's, uh, it may be written without being written, you know. Like it, it, this might be one of the first couple of drafts or something like that. I but. mean, but still, I mean, he has his idea, he has his concept. It'll probably be tweaked a little, but I mean, he has right. his script. Okay, that makes uh, sense then. But. I wonder if it'll be a prequel or a sequel to Batman v Superman. I would I'm like down it. for either. So I think I'd prequel prefer a would, prequel. Yeah, because sequel, you're just gonna get tangled up in the Justice League, and I don't think people want to see that. I just, I hope to God, unless it's a shot-for-shot remake of Batman Year One, <laughs> they told. do not do they're, another origin story. They already did that. It's called Batman Begins. True, and he's and he's too old to do that, anyways. But I don't. I've I've still I have no expectations for this because, as far as I'm concerned, after the Dark Knight came out, I really don't. Like, there's nothing Batman that I really 100% like. I'm gonna die if I don't see this. But 
This may sound weird. I really hope that they tackle Mr. Freeze. Stop it. I know. I really do. That does sound weird. But, no, just, like, animated series Mr. Freeze. Because, A, he's, like, a tragic hero. And, B, you can do a Gotham in winter setting. And that sounds awesome. And, like, like Batman Arkham in winter. Hmm? The ba- the game, Arkham Origins, is Batman in winter. And that's yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Like, that. I've always liked well, Arkham City is also in the winter. <laughs> well, that's, that's less. It's a, it, Arkham City is kind of, like, kind of winter. Late fall. Late fall. Yeah. And then Arkham Origins is, like, it's winter. Like, people are stuck inside. Oh, and Christmas. Yeah, that's their excuse. I love that. Yeah. Oh, it's snowing too hard. No one's walking on the street. <laughs> Bet I, I wish they would do that for once and have civilians. It'd be so cool to interact with civilians. That'd be awesome. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> wow. Great games. Um. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, Ben Affleck's like one of, if not my favorite director working right now because he's three for three. Um. I think all everything he's done so far, directing wise, is great. He's written a lot of great stuff. Um, so if he has his hands on it, and Zack Snyder doesn't as much, and I'm sorry, I'm leaning into Zack Snyder, but I just, uh. no, he deserves it. I like, I really like Batman v Superman. I I even still would sell all my bat Zack Snyder stock. <laughs> um, Do you think yeah. when when the reviews came out, he just was like, oh shit? He's probably. He's probably in the gym the, uh... working out his feelings. Yep. <laughs> the fact that we got a Batman training montage, I feel like we we should have mentioned that in the show in the podcast, but that was just um, ridiculous. <laughs> that what that was is it was just uh, Zack Snyder's workout with Ben Affleck's face superimposed yep. on it. And how quickly when that movie goes on Blu-ray, how quickly is somebody gonna edit that to the Rocky Four montage? Like it's gonna be within an <laughs> the hour. Day after. The day after. <laughs> That's all I. Literally, when I was watching that scene, I didn't hear anything else. I just heard the push it to the limit. Limit. (laughs) (laughs) That was ridiculous, but that was fun. So cool. Batman movie. All right. And then one more story. Uh, It's also Batman related, but a different kind of Batman. Uh, Lego Batman. Oh, yeah. I forgot to watch this. You didn't? Oh, my God. I don't don't care very much. Did you see it? No. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. Is it Lego funny? Batman? It, yes, it's hysterical. Uh, we got a trailer, two trailers for Lego, the Lego Batman movie. They're two kind of teasers that are just fun, made to be teaser things. And Will Arnett is amazing as the voice of Batman in it, like he was in the Lego movie. Um, it's just, it, it's, it was really funny. I'm, I'm not gonna like talk in depth about what's in it, but it's just, it's, it's really funny. It's, it's clever. It feels very much in the vein of the Lego movie. Um, it, the director of it did a lot of Robot Chicken. Really. So, yeah. Really? Hmm. Yeah. And you, you can really tell the way, because you can, it, I mean, it's similar to the way that the Lego movie was done, but it feels slightly like its own thing. And it feels, you can definitely see that robot chicken uh, thing going on with it. So it looks really fun. Comes out in February. Um, I'm really excited for it. Um, honestly, I'm probably, I'm more excited for this than Justice League or, or a lot of, I'm, a, I'm probably a lot of the DC slate right now. That'll probably change once I see trailers for them. But. Savage, but yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks awesome. So, I'm like, really... what's the basic plot of this thing? There's no plot revealed yet. Okay, so it doesn't really give you a hint in the trailer. Uh, no, it's just it's just kind of like those that it's like one scene that's supposed to just be funny, and then a little bit of snippet of footage that lasts like 20 seconds. Hmm. Just one of those things. I mean, I'm I'm really just excited because of all the huge cast that's in this thing because you have a. Uh, 
who's it? Zach Galifianakis as the Joker. <laughs> really? uh, that was great. And then and uh, Ralph Ray Fiennes, he's uh, Alfred. I didn't know that until I saw the trailer, and that was great. Um, but and there's this there's one scene in the trailer. It's kind of it kind of montages through all the different Batman movies, making fun of all of them. He's like, you remember that phase in 2016 and 2008 and 2006 and 1997? Oh my god! <laughs> it's like it was really it fun. I want to watch this now. You forgot to mention that Michael Sarah is playing Robin. Yeah, that's so. the most important yeah, yeah, piece. Yeah, yeah, that's right, right. Hey, hey, Bat- Batman. Um, like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, if I uh. I mean, is this, like, right? Do you want to like get coffee? Maybe sometime. Hey, hey, Ramona, how's it going? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. If they don't, if they don't sneak a Scott Pilgrim reference into there, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> that would be that'd be perfect. Oh man. All right, cool. So is that all we got for news this week? Yeah, that's all we got this week. All right, well, let's move on and uh, get to the issue of the day. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, my God. Comes out in phases. They got, you know, phase one, phase two, phase Ant-Man, kind of, which is... Phase Ant-Man? Phase Ant-Man. That sort of came out (laughs) after phase two, but it's it's still phase phase two. two. What a mess, but... What um, a mess. So, but thankfully for us, that does give us some division. So, uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about Phase 1, so from Iron Man to the Avengers, and then uh, Phase 2, which will be coming up pretty soon, will be Iron Man 3, oh God, to uh, Ant-Man. So, starting on an Iron Man kind of a note. So, with that said, Iron Man 2008, directed by Jon Favreau. Cody, what are your first uh, initial thoughts? Um, Great movie or greatest movie? I like it. Great movie. Josh, I mean, I've said this in my our comic book movie, but I, this is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. I, I love first Iron Man. I think it's the best of the bunch. I think it's one of the best MCU movies. Um, it's awesome. Robert Downey Jr. is born for the role. So I like the movie. I think it's fine. Uh, I saw it in the theater twice, actually. And um, <laughs> there was the second time I saw it. I don't know why I was seeing it by myself, but I was. And there was this guy. I don't want to be like you know mean or anything here but he was he was of special needs i think and he sang along to every single acdc song that they played in the movie <laughs> that's great and it, oh, it started no. out from being annoying and then i turned around i'm like oh and i just sort of kind of forgot about it <laughs> that's fine oh. he, he clapped every time iron man did something good so i was like all right you're you're fun you're this is a fun addition so <laughs> Um, it's then I saw it on DVD or something a couple of times. It, it, for me, it kind of falls apart the more I watch it. Cause it's just very kind of, it's not formulaic. It's just sort of, there's really nothing that brings me back to it except for a couple of scenes, but still it's really, it's, it's really cool. It's got, it show, it introduced me to the character. I do nothing about Iron Man. So, uh, for that just for the the ability to introduce a character like that so well, I was just, I really respect and it did. Like I said, it kind of opened up the universe and the action's pretty fun. The Tony Stark is a great character, obviously, and RDJ was is was and is fantastic in the role. So uh, it's a it's a solid movie, not one that I really go back and watch. But the same here. Yeah, some uh, some likes and dislikes, you guys. Josh, we'll start with you. I mean, like I said, like we all said, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. To me, he's he's the best part of the movie. Yeah, uh, he's he's incredible. If he doesn't work, the movie doesn't work. Um, but I mean, everything else. I mean, the action is great. I love everything in the caves 
um, with him kind of trying to figure his way out. Um, I, I think that may actually be my favorite part of the movie. Um, his whole relationship with Jensen, the uh, guy who's held hostage there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I love the villain. I think he's actually a really underappreciated villain. And I, I know Marvel gets a lot of slack for their villains because they're not all great. But I, I, I like them more than a lot of people do. Um, but uh, Iron Monger is what he's technically called. But he's uh, Obadiah. Um, I think he's great. Jeff Bridges is awesome as him because he's awesome as everything. Um, <laughs> even in, you know, R.I.P.D., the masterpiece. <laughs> did anybody see um, that i don't think so i hope I not didn't. <laughs> um yeah. ryan reynolds did not deserve deadpool let's just say that <laughs> he's done nothing to deserve that movie but anyways um and then you also have one of the few superhero movie like relationships that i actually like which is uh tony and pepper well okay but to just to play point counterpoint you could put let me think of a boring actress let's see um, I can't think of anybody, but you could put a plastic chair in front of Robert Downey Jr. and he'll have chemistry with it, and you'll believe that they're in a relationship. So that's true. But that's not so have... much Gwyneth Paltrow as it is freaking Robert Downey Jr. That's true, but they have chemistry. That's it's true. Just... I don't know. Yeah, but but um, but the... <laughs> really, I mean, come on, it's yeah, it's serious. It's, 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 yeah. it's just the way the relationship is written too. Even though a lot of this movie, mm-hmm. would, a lot of people don't know, it's a lot of it's unscripted. Yeah. Um. So I think mean, that's where a lot of I think the fun of it comes for me. It's unscripted, despite there being four attributed screenwriters. So interesting. <laughs> like I mean, they I, from what I know, they did a lot of. Improv. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean, but but um, it's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just over overall, I think it's a great first uh, intro to the MCU. I didn't even know the MCU existed until like three or four movies in. Oh really. Yeah, I didn't know that that was a thing. I until I heard like there was like a team up or until I think it was uh around no, the Avengers time Captain announced. America was coming out mm-hmm. and they had that trailer at the end of the credits when I knew. But uh, yeah, I, I I love a lot of this stuff in this movie. It's it's great, and I love the soundtrack because ACDC rules. That's true. Yeah, uh, I disagree with you on that one. They're, they're one they're, of the best. Their ACDC is the kind of band that when they're good, they're great, but when they're not, they are unlistenable. But when they make music, it sounds exactly the same as everything else they've ever released. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, it's so awesome. It's all the same song. Just like Green Day. Just like Green Day. Just, Just like you too. How dare you? No, they do. No, you two does effects and stuff. Like they don't just use the crunchy kind of guitar. Anyways, we'll get into that. I've never really listened to you. Welcome to so our uh, music podcast. Bear. All I'm saying is, I I watched a concert film. From ACDC, it was like playing on 4th of July and I was sick, so I just watched a concert film. You know how in a normal concert you have ebbs and flows? There's just like straight adrenaline for 23 songs. It's, just, <laughs> it's insane. I don't know. I don't know how people stay psyched for that long. But anyways. So I saw them live. I had fun. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm to- totally fun. How do you feel about Axl Rose being the new lead singer, though? I don't... Is that actually happening? Yeah, he left... He was seen leaving rehearsals. Well, I mean, he's on tour with Guns N' Roses right now. Yeah, what would you do if Chris Martin was the lead singer of ACDC? I don't know who that is. I could probably get into it. Coldplay. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, you're you're totally right. It if if music has fit a movie better, I've yet to see it because like ACDC Guardians, is Iron Man. Well, I even say Iron Man fits better. Ooh, I don't know about that. Just yeah. we're gonna have to fight. A couple of the Guardian songs just kind of feel out of place to me, but I just I don't know. That's just me. Like Pina Colada, 
Come on. <laughs> That's great. Pina, Pina Colada song does not belong in that movie. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so solid movie. Cody, any other likes and dislikes? Um, not really. It's a great way to set up the universe, I think. Uh, Josh, I can't remember. Did did Obadiah Stane die at the end of the movie? Yeah, yes. he did. That's actually my one problem is that they didn't keep him alive. Yeah, that sucks. He was kind of come back. Yeah. Instead so of putting I all not... their uh, eggs in the Loki basket, they could have thrown Jeff Bridges another bone. Yeah, he's awesome. Hmm. And that that last scene, that last scene where he's eating the cheeseburger or whatever, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm I'm Iron Man." Hey, Iron Man. That's awesome. That was the perfect way to kind of distance themselves from. Uh, from like Dark Batman Knight. or anything. Yeah, from Batman. To me, that last scene pretty much is it. Like you could watch that scene and you'd understand the tone and the feel of the entire movie. It's perfect. I could see that. I mean, granted, it come it bites him in the ass in Iron Man three, but what? Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Kind of asked for it in Iron Man three, but yeah. you're right. Iron it was it was awful. Also, really bad. Very very bad. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> fun fun movie. Terrence Howard. Do you like him or Don Cheadle more? I like Don um, Cheadle better. I like terrence howard more but i've grown to really appreciate don Cheadle. so i feel like I mean, don Cheadle is the more naturally funny like i feel he's a better he's better at telling jokes and being a comedian but terrence yeah. howard terrence howard is just a little bit more energetic kind of and he like, just jumps around a little bit more and it feels <laughs> more alive i think it's more i would just i felt more he felt more like a soldier to me like someone who i would more believe is the war machine yeah. Than Don Cheadle was, but I think Donald Ch- Don Cheadle has done a good job. So. Yeah, he work he works a lot better with RDJ, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that yeah. Th- that scene in Age of Ultron when they try to lift the hammer. That's great. Yeah. Great stuff. But uh, any other any other thoughts, you guys? I love it. I got I got nothing. No. Perfectly it's been a while. Solid since movie. It. Yeah, it's been a while, but uh, cool. Want to give it a grade then? Pretty quick. Sure. Cody, we'll start with you. Give it a nine and a half. Nice. Uh, I'll go eight. Josh? Mm. Oh, come on. I'm going to go ten. Do it. There you go. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, next, we got uh, The Incredible Hulk. Came out. I, just realizing this because I'm looking at it. It came out like a month later. I yep. That That's crazy. I, yeah, I kind of. Is it bad that I forgot about that movie? <laughs> no, Most... not really, because they had the recast. And. It, and... <sighs> We're, we'll get into the more specific thoughts, but I'm just gonna get say this right now. I don't like this movie because it's pretty much Iron Man. No, it's not. Okay. Okay. Let me just let me go point by point. So okay. you've got your character, your your lead character, uh, Tony Stark, and then Bruce Banner. They go through like a whole personal thing. They end up their the antagonist ends up being kind of their friend who sort of double crossed them a little bit. And double cross them. A yeah, bit. and their whole thing is that they they took what the hero had and tried to make it better, but were defeated and like died at the end. That's, that's not. Point. That doesn't make it the same movie. That has similar plot points. In my head, that's, it does. Like that's I just like saying a new hope is the same thing as the Force Awakens. Oh wait, that's what people say, and they're on, wrong. Whoa. Whoa, man! That was no, really just... aggressive. Like we said that or something. No, no I was like, talking about, I just, I was talking I'm talking about like the, the the hero's journey is pretty much the same. Like from, I mean, I like like I said, it's not maybe it's not technically like I'm sure that there's a lot of differences. But when I think of Iron Man, I just like the immediate thing that comes into my head is like, oh, it's pretty much the Incredible Hulk. I so I kind of like, eh. 
it's a it's a very watchable, very entertaining movie. Norton is awesome, just in general. But I just these the two meld together in my head. So when I I don't even consider this a movie. I just in my head I just like okay, Bruce Banner was introduced in the Avengers and he was introduced yeah, well. That's what I wish they did. Yeah. Am I but, the only one that prefers Edward Norton? Yes. I don't know. I I can't speak for Mason. I I don't. I uh, Mark Ruffalo is just kind of by default one of my favorite people. But so it, I really it shows you how much it. I liked Edward Norton in that movie. I forgot that this movie existed. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 talk about it now. So Josh, what do you? Why do you like uh, Edward I mean, Norton more than Ruffalo? This is this is probably near the very back end of where I rank these movies. I, I I it's good. I like it. I don't love it. I mean, it's it's and I Mark not Mark Ruffalo. Uh, Edward Norton. I I just I think he's one of my favorite actors. Like alive so I, I just love him in the role i think he's great some people say he doesn't fit i thought he fit really well i liked uh Liv tyler as the love interest um kind of i wouldn't mind seeing her back uh thunderbolt ross i really like him glad he's coming back um just the whole cast is great um it's it is not by the numbers but it just kind of i don't know if i'd say bland but the story isn't that exciting, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Not a lot happens. It's kind of just he's moping around for an hour and a half. And <laughs> occasionally he get turns into a Hulk and people attack him. Mm-hmm. And then they use him as a weapon at the end. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of All it. Right. Yeah, the, the whole Hulk versus Abomination and then Iron Man versus Obadiah Stane in like a different Iron Man suit. That's sort of what I was getting at. But mm. yeah. It's it's fine. Like this, there's there's nothing offensive about this movie. It's just it kind of just gets lost in the shuffle, I guess, because it the Mark Ruffalo's presence in the Avengers sort of negates its existence almost. But what do you, Cody? What do you think? I don't. I, it's all right. <laughs> I I haven't watched it since I saw it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So all right. It's a movie. Really? That's all I can tell you about it. Very much a movie. You don't like you, you don't remember like any I of it. I don't remember most of the plot points. I remember he destroys part of New York City, <laughs> which is just kind of par for the course at this point. <laughs> it just I don't I don't know. It didn't stick with me, I guess. I will like, say if I think... you tell me to think of my Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, this is basically the last one that comes to mind. Mhm. I think a lot of that does have to do with the recasting because most people don't even realize this is a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie because it doesn't yeah. have Mark Ruffalo in it. Um, but The fact that they got Tim Roth for this movie is kind of amazing, though. Yeah. <laughs> really? he, yeah, the, he was the yeah. abomination. And I know, like, I know, but is he like that hard of an actor to get? It just seems a weird thing for him to do. I don't yeah. know. Because he's like, like, he was in The Hateful Eight this year. He's a Tarantino guy who's in a superhero movie. That's not Samuel Jackson because he does literally anything. <laughs> he, he's a likable Nicolas Cage, really. Samuel I'm Jackson. Money, but then I'm in. Yeah. Are you saying Nicolas Cage isn't likable? No, he is not. He's amazing, and I love him, but he's not. He's the least likable person ever. He is a teddy bear. Oh my god. <laughs> also, Ty oh. Burrell was in this movie before. That's uh, right. Pre-modern Family Days. Forgot about that. Uh, oh, that's the the dad, right? Yeah, yeah, the Phil, <laughs> good old Phil, <laughs> the best character in the whole show. Yeah, I I think I saw this for the first time on TV, 
and I really had no inclination to go back and watch it again. So my remembrance of details is uh, minimal, to say the best. Don't exist. Pretty much. And like I said, the fact that it just gets negated... It just this was kind of why didn't Edward Norton come back? Actually, that's that's uh, something I'd like to know. Asking for too much money, wasn't he? There's it's a bunch of stuff. So when he they were making the movie, he wanted a lot of the creative control because he was I think he was credited as a producer and co-writer because he likes to have creative involvement in his movies because he's an actor with an ego, um, and apparently they took a lot of the stuff he wanted out. And, made it not what he wanted and he was mad about that and he didn't get to have his final cut because you know why why have your actor have your final cut you know that's a smart idea um so then when it came to renegotiating the contract because i don't think they had him sign any of them signed for multiple movies at that time which is what they do now um they just he wanted more money they said no and they got mark ruffle and he made the biggest mistake of his life I don't know. I I think he's doing okay. And so he's doing was, fine. And the last movie Birdman. I saw him in was Birdman. He's going to be in Sausage Party. Oh. That's right. All right. Um, now I've I've I just him doing a movie like this. I would never buy him as a as a franchise superhero guy. He sort of That's just right. kind of he weaves in and out of the out of just movies in general. Like he was in the Born Legacy. And then, was he? Yeah, he oh. apparently uh, according to his Wikipedia page. But I, I feel like he's content just doing Inaritu stuff or Wes Anderson, you know, crap like that. Like he, I don't. I feel like he doesn't really care about <laughs> wanting to do superheroes. Like to me, I don't. I don't have any insider information, but that seems like an agent move, you know, where his like, agents like, hey man, you should probably. You want to pay your taxes this month? Yeah. So that's uh, like I, said, I have no information on that. Just that's sort of what it kind of feels like with me. Like he's that's not a movie that a guy like him would want to do. <laughs> that I don't know. It could be wrong. Probably am, but that's just where I am on it. Right. I I'd like to see him do something down the line that's a little bit more well known and well seen because he's he's a great actor. And he's got a lot of energy to him. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just not for him. Sad. Hey, they'll be laughing tomorrow. They'll be tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> One thing to say about this movie is uh, Abomination. Uh, I don't know how much we talked about it already, but uh, I really hope they bring him back at some point. Just because I thought, because they didn't kill him off. I don't know what happened to him, but they didn't kill him off. So, And he's, he's pretty much the only thing they can really use as a threat to the Hulk. Maybe they could amp him up or something and I, I don't know i thought it was cool even though the battle the last battle was kind of just the giant cgi things hitting each other mm-hmm. which is so, fine that's okay yeah, I, I don't mind that um but it wasn't anything inc- amazing but it, it was cool um i thought he was a cool character they designed and i, I love tim roth so just, just anything to get him back into the universe that'd be awesome so hmm. so I just find it, it it's not really weird anybody else I guess but me that we've had th- we had three hulks in about in a matter of like 9 years. Oh, we're about to have three Spider-Mans. Exactly. Like that when people are like oh, it's too soon. It's like Hulk is probably I mean think about it before the movies came out. Hulk is the probably the biggest Marvel superhero. Like he had the big the TV show that was a hit. I mean comics have, I, been, have always been a hit. I don't like know this guy's 
Well, no, like you don't. I think you underestimate the the reach that that TV show had. Like that was a huge, and then the movie with Eric Bana. Like Hulk is big. Was so, that movie like successful? The the Angley one. Yeah. No, not. I mean, it made money, but were, it no, was, nobody liked it. But yeah, it was. I, never, I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. The only I'm action sure in the movie. Scottage. Yeah, the only action is he gets attacked by like wolves. Yeah, I I, rem- I just remember this weird CGI poodle scene. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, that movie's very strange, but I feel like it's underrated. But now the fact that we've had like three Hulks, it's just, I I throw the whole oh it's too many and too short of a time out the window because it's like, who cares? It's fine. I've had like eight James Bonds in fifty years, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Daniel Hulk versus Bond, who'd win? Hulk probably Bond. Bond, yeah. Batman versus Hulk, that'd be interesting. Batman. Batman can beat anybody if he has time to prepare, even if he doesn't, because he's Batman. Uh, yeah, so since nobody really remembers this one, can't really blame you. Uh, let's give this a quick grade. Cody? I'm going to throw it a six. Uh, I'll go six and a half. Actually, no, seven, just for Edward Norton, because he's awesome. Josh? I will go seven. Solid. All right. So we kind of sped through those, because I feel like we're going to spend a lot of time on this next movie. Because we do have some differing opinions on it. Yes. Iron Man 2 oh boy. came out almost about two and a, two years to the day to Iron Man. And is widely regarded as one of the most disliked, uh, as possibly the most disliked movie in the cinematic universe. Oh no. And to start this off, this is my second favorite Marvel movie. Of course it is. How? <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. No. How? <laughs> Fucking how? How? <laughs> because this, more than any other Marvel movie, I think, is just, it's condensed, it's funny, it's got a lot of action to it, and it's just, enjoy. it's the most, for me, it's the most enjoyable Marvel, Marvel movie to watch. So, uh, like, so t- Tony Stark, he's doing his thing, and, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's kind of in it. You, we get a new uh, roadie, Scarlett Johansson, kind of steps into the fold. Sam Rockwell is plays one of the best, probably the best Marvel, gives the best performance in all of Marvel. Like in any movie, he gives the best performance is Justin Hammer. Mickey Rourke is ridiculously silly but awesome as uh, Whiplash or whatever his name is. And we get Samuel L. Jackson and just it, John Slattery is in there as uh, Howard Stark. And it's just so, it, to me, I've seen this, let's see. I guess maybe Avengers is my second most watched Marvel movie, but this is like this is way out front first. It's the only, sorry, but it's the only Marvel Blu-ray that I own. <laughs> is that real? Seriously? True. That's true. <clears throat> Gary Shandling's in it, who just recently passed, and he's fantastic. Like to me, it's just the most. This is so fun. It's such a fun movie. It's got really cool action. The suitcase suit. The suitcase suit. Can we just guys? All right. There's a suit in the suitcase. The suitcase suit. So why don't you guys like it? Enlighten me, because I don't understand it. I don't understand why people don't like it. Sorry, what'd you say? Sure, me and Cody will be more on the same page on this one. (laughs) Probably. What's okay? So what's so bad about Iron Man Two? It's It's not bad. It's just not great. But how? It's it's a trailer for the Avengers. Okay. Every movie's a trailer for the Avengers. The, my entire problem with this movie can come down to the last scene of the whole thing. For the whole, the rest of the movie, it's all right. I'll give it. A, it's okay. Robert Downey Jr. is doing his thing. Scarjo looks good. 
I like Don Cheadle. We went over that. Just and then it's the boss fight with uh, Mickey Rourke, and it's over in two seconds. Yeah, and it's the boss fight fight with all of those robots, and it's over in two seconds. It's like they didn't want to have any good fights in the movie. And I know that's kind of a childish thing to be mad about, but mm-hmm. if it's a superhero movie, you're you're amping up Mickey Rourke's character this whole time. And how do you kill him? You you grab his whiplash things and put electricity back through it or something. And he just—it's so dumb. Well, if we know anything, it's that Iron Man movies do have a difficult time paying off with their villains. Exactly. Ao, sorry, Josh. What do you think about Iron Man Two? Tell me why. Tell me why I'm wrong. Just I mean, let me know. It's maybe I'm not seeing something. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't dislike any of the Marvel movies, but this is like my. This is my least favorite by far, just because it's so. To me, it's so forgettable. Like it's incredible. Like I just. It's so. It's like it's so much just set up for the Avengers that it's just it try, forgets to be its own thing, and when it is its own thing, it never really is that interesting, because it's really if you just take out all the Avengers stuff, it's just Tony. They kind of do Tony has alcoholism slash Tony yeah, needs they... to find his heart, new heart, and build new suits. And that's really it. I, I mean, and then there's the Justin Hammer thing and all the, and the, um, the whiplash stuff. I mean, whiplash is so boring as a character to me. Oh boy. I think Mickey Rourke is completely phones it in with that really kind of lame accent. um where they just give him they give him like minimal lines to like make sure he doesn't have to say that much because they know he can't do the accent well justin hammer is so painfully annoying what no i I, no justin hammer he is so annoying uh i and i love um the actor what's his name i can't remember the name sam rockwell i love sam rockwell um and he's he does he's fun in some scenes but overall the character is just like grates on my nerves like he just he's so I hate I hate the character gotcha, because he's just bird. he's just this little bitch that won't shut up and won't go away. He's not like menacing. He's not a he reminded me so much of Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Oh, now that my. I think about it. No, he's so he's just like, <laughs> oh, I'm jealous of Tony. I want my technology to be successful, but I'm a failure. Meh. And I'm just like, <laughs> he sucks. I hate him. And then you have. Again, you have Tony just being a douche because he's drinking a lot and it makes him kind of unlikable. Even, I mean, Robert Downey Jr., he can be as, he can, he's as likable as possible even when he's being written to not be likable, which is a testament to how good he is in the role. But just, I, it just, it, a lot of the stuff just boggles down for me. And overall, it just, and then literally, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating when I say it literally comes to a point, takes a break from the movie. And just lets you know the Avengers is coming for like 15 minutes. (laughs) It just stops. It's like, hey, here's Nick Fury. Here's some Avengers stuff. We're letting you all this shield crap that no one cares about right now. It'll probably pay off later, but whatever. And, you know, okay, okay, that's done now. Okay, see you in in two years from now with the team-up movie. Back to the movie. And then (laughs) you have... This really anticlimactic fight scene. I'm liking this movie less as I talk about it. Even though I actually, I mildly enjoy it. But it just has this really, like, lame payoff with, like you said, that really just dumb, not even a fight. It's Rhodey and uh, Tony 
uh, grab his whips and then he says some one-liner and then craps out and then he's dead yeah it's it's really lame there are things i like about it there's lots of things i mean again i like the most of the performances are really good um the action there's a fight scene between roadie and tony that i really love um that's really fun that whole a lot of that stuff is really cool um the stuff the first i say like the first pretty much the whole in the first act of the movie is awesome because you have the re-intro of iron man into the stark expo that whole scene is awesome um and then the court scene i think it's really fun um where you kind of get your first marvel f-bomb um that was funny with gary shandling mm-hmm. um and a lot of that stuff was really fun but the rest of it just kind of it just it really underwhelms me even though it's it's mildly enjoyable but like as a sequel to a movie that I absolutely adore with the first Iron Man it's such a letdown so from more okay from my perspective I think Jedi that it, <laughs> instead of uh, I really like how they actually they take Tony Stark's character in they develop him a lot. Like when you, when you kind of hinted at the whole, he, they do kind of do the demon in the bottle sort of storyline where he's an alcoholic. You also get a little bit of the uh, of Iron, kind of his backstory and relationship with his father. That stuff I liked. Yeah, I I like I like that I like that we got deeper into Tony Stark. Maybe not, because because frankly, that's such a crazy situation to be in where he's the first superhero in the world and he's acting like a superhero and he's doing these you know, crazy things, and he's being this kind of crazy guy, where you do invite, you know, some of the weirdos out of the woodworks, like Ivan Vanko, who takes that publicity and kind of shoves it back in his face a little bit, which they sort of did in Iron Man 3 as well, but I guess, for me, I just, this is just really entertaining for me. I love Rockwell. He is just, he's got so much energy, and, you know, while you and some may say he's annoying, you know, for me, he adds a lot of color to the movie, and I like the relationship that he has with with Tony, and it's it's nothing that really annoys me or anything. It's just kind of, it's just the decision and the direction they decided to go in, and I was pretty I was pretty down with it. Uh, Mickey Rourke, I thought was really interesting. He's like, yeah, he he didn't really have he wasn't really that showy, but I feel like he's one of the most menacing villains they've ever had. Really, he's just he's kind of. I'm not scared of anybody, but he's very intimidating. He's got a lot of, you know, weight behind him, and you you never really quite know what he's gonna do and what he's thinking. And I kind of I really like that. Where is that is that really just Mickey Rourke as a like how he comes just off, or is that character? Well, he I don't doesn't... know. I don't know. I don't know anything about Mickey Rourke. I really haven't watched many of his movies. This is one of maybe three or four. Okay. But I mean, I see I see the character of Whiplash, who's just this kind of. He's just this mysterious, understated dude who's very focused while also being, you know, well, he's obviously pretty manipulative as well. And he's just, there's just, there, I feel like there's a lot of depth to that performance and that character. And you know, the, the way that he intertwines with Rockwell and all deals and it kind of all ties into Tony's whole thing. I don't really remember the whole, the him going off and doing Avengers things. I don't recall that. I don't remember having a problem with it. But that's like, like, if I can remember the correctly, that's he kind of that's where he he almost hit rock bottom. Because if I remember correctly, it was right before he tried to go make make right with uh, Pepper. If, uh, he like brought her those roses or whatever, and it's like oh these are broken. And then he learns about his dad, and 
I just this this to me this is one of the most fun to watch and I really like all the performances. I really like all the action. There's a lot of humor to it and it just it works for me. Maybe not for others, but I think it's a lot of fun. That's fine. I'm gonna forgive you this time. Plus Kate Mara <laughs> Kate Mara and Olivia Munn are both in this movie in bit parts. Like doing what? Great foresight. I don't know, random. Kate Mara has one scene. Yeah, and Olivia Munn has one scene. I'm just saying they're they're in the movie. They're just kinda they're hanging around. But like Really, that whole racing, this the the scene at the racetrack where Tony's like, ah, I'm gonna race, I'm gonna race now. Get out of the car, I'm doing this. That's that to me is just awesome. I love that. One of the coolest scenes. And then suitcase suit, obviously. I do. I do I, that actually is my favorite. Might be my favorite Iron Man suit, the suitcase suit, because it's very just that is. I mean, aside from the fact that it comes out of a suitcase, because that's awesome. Uh, it looks very. <laughs> Why are like, you guys so stuck on the suitcase? I don't know. It's it looks so it's cool. cool. It's cool. You just you don't, don't like the whole around, scene is. It, it turns into a suit. It's cool. And you don't know what it is. Like you just <laughs> know that Pepper is like really she wants she really wants to get this to Tony and just like what is it? It's like a gun or is it like a shield or something like that? And then she you get this whole awesome scene where Whiplash is chasing him down and almost killing him. She slides in the suit and he just like punches <laughs> it and he twists and then he just it becomes a suit. Like oh, it's so cool. It doesn't oh it doesn't have the same effect after seeing multiple times because in every movie you kind of. With the first three kind of movies with Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Avengers, we've seen different ways of the suit kind of attaching itself to him. Like in uh, the Avengers where it like kind of flies down onto him from the roof. But in this, like, it's like, it was cool to see, it's cool to see different like types of suits get onto him in different ways. Like where it's, yeah. it, I just think it's cool. And also it looks, it's like a really slim design. Yeah. It's, 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 cool like, to the... it's like, it's more silver than gold. Yeah. Very flexible too. But mm-hmm. Cody, what do you, what do you make? Where do you stand? On this. Where do I stand? On the suitcase suit? No, just in general. Like, on the movie. Like, Josh is kind of annoyed with it. I think it's awesome and fun. Like, where are you, where are you at? I think it's forgettable. Okay. Mainly because, like, as you guys were talking about it, I remembered more things from the movie. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Sam Rockwell's character. I forgot it's about <laughs> the commercial break for the Avengers. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't 15 minutes long. It's, it was it's like a, it takes it's that it scene like, where he's like he's talking to Nick yeah. Fury and he's like, "Nah, man, you can't be an Avenger. Get out." No, that happens right? at the end. This is no, he, I think end. he's talking about the scene where they go get donuts. Yeah, oh, we're yeah, in the restaurant. Okay. Yeah, I, and then Black I, Widow, she kind of fits, but she also kind of feels shoehorned because she's only there to set up the Avenger stuff. Yeah, but she does have that really cool hallway uh, hallway yeah. action scene. That's really fun. Um, and also, you know, another thing, uh, John Favreau, uh, as happy, he's really fun in this movie. I liked him. Mm. I just, I get annoyed when directors put themselves in their movies like that. I was like, you're not, that's like, uh, that's like car commercials having their kids in. It's like, yeah, well, nobody's, nobody's going to tell you it's a bad idea, but it's a bad idea. Like, it's you a know. bad idea. I mean, he's not. a, he's an actor. He was it's, an actor before he was a, a director. Their kids aren't that cute and he's not that great of a performer. So <laughs> let's just, <laughs> let's, let's all calm down with that. But no, I, I get what you're saying, but. Like I, the whole Tony being under house arrest after he gets drunk at the party and kind of Samuel Jackson, uh, forcing him to kind of learn about himself almost. I I just I think that I think a lot of stuff like that's really entertaining for me. And and if we've established anything on the show, it's that I like stupid big superhero movies sometimes. A lot of the times, it don't really <laughs> they don't need to make sense. They got a lot of characters. Maybe they don't all work completely, but it's loud and it's fun and it's silly. So who cares? I like the movie. So you liked Fan Four Stick? 
<laughs> well, I didn't like. It. Well, that wasn't. No, the key is that wasn't entertaining at all. That's true. None of those people were anything I, resembling human beings. You didn't. You didn't like that incredible third act. <laughs> all six minutes of it. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Still haven't seen it. Awful, awful movie. All right. Uh, any last thoughts before we move on? Nah, man. Nah. Suitcase suit. All right, I'm gonna start it off nine and a half. I'm kidding. No. Eight, I, I'll go nine. I'll go nine. Okay. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Cody, what about you? Um, I'll throw it a seven just for you, Mason. Thank you, Josh. I'll go six point five. Killing me, killing me. But all right, that's fair. So then, next up, we get our first kind of entry into the cosmos, Thor. With uh, directed by Kenneth Branagh, who's a great get, by the way. Kenneth Branagh's the man. Yeah. Uh, so directed by him, written by a bunch of people who never worked with Marvel ever again. So who go <laughs> figure there. Starring, of course, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Anthony Hopkins, Idris Elba, Tom Hiddleston, Stellan Skarsgård, Colm Fiore, Ray Stevenson, Kat Dennings. Ugh, can she just not? <laughs> uh, so yeah. Thoughts on Thor? Josh, start with you. I'm, I think I'm like one of maybe four people on Earth that thinks this. I love the first Thor movie. I think it's it's one of the best uh, MCU movies to me. Um, it gets better every time I see it. And my, the thing about this movie is I thought it looked horrible. So when I first saw the trailer for it, I thought this looked like the dumbest thing ever. I thought I had no intention on seeing it. Because, again, I didn't know the MCU existed. Um, <laughs> and so I was just like, this looks so bad. And then I was like, oh, it's ever so I was like, it's part of this whole Avengers thing they're making. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll watch it. And so I watch it one day, I think like a year later, a couple months before the Avengers comes out. I'm like, I might as well just get this over with. I watch it, and maybe it's just because of low expectations at first, but I was like blown away by when I saw this for the first time. And I love it more and more every time. I just everything about this movie, aside from one or two things that a little not not great. Um, I, I think this is a terrific movie. I think it's a very different approach that we've se- we've seen at that point. Um, I love the Shakespearean kind of aesthetic and uh, feel that Kenneth Branagh brings to it, especially in the stuff on Asgard. Um, uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, he's awesome. He is born to be a movie star just from seeing this movie alone. Um, I, I, it just, I love this movie. It's so much fun. Um, the action's great. Everything's great. I love it to death. So nice. Cody, what are your thoughts? I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> pretty good movie. It's fun. I didn't see this movie until after I saw the Avengers. So I was kind of lost when I saw the Avengers for the first time, <laughs> but we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, no, I just, I really, I like it. It's a fun movie. The whole uh, action's kind of forgettable, but, like, after he gets to Earth, I don't remember why there's that giant robot-looking guy with the fire breathing. Yeah, but that's I, cool. It is cool, but why? <laughs> who, who sent it and why, I forget. The I movie's think... also kind of forgettable. That seems to be a theme for these uh, early MCU movies. Yeah, true. But do you, how often do you go back and like rewatch Marvel movies, Cody? Oh, very rarely. Yeah, same here. Mm. Like, I watched 
for this episode specifically, I only watched Captain America. Mm. That's pretty much all I need. But no, um, I guess from for myself, I think this is a very very fun movie. It's definitely underrated. One of the probably the most underrated. I think of the whole MCU. Well, maybe except for one other one. But uh, it's kind of funny to go back and like see the hairstyles and where they started and then where they ended up. Like, I don't know. For some reason, I think that's fun. But uh, Chris, like, Chris Hemsworth, he definitely, this is kind of his, um, this movie's kind of like, for him at least, it's like wearing a new leather jacket where you kind of got to get the feel for it and like kind of know your limits and stretch it out a little bit. So I always felt that some of the stuff in here was a little awkward. But for the most part, he, I think he does a really good job of being of like kind of he has this you were mentioning Shakespearean Josh he has this king kingmanship to him mm-hmm. where he just seems very regal and like kind of stately yeah. and he so he does a really good job kind of establishing that and then as he goes to earth which is a kind of a cliched setup but whatever that's I don't I don't know if you could pull off a movie just on Asgard but um once he gets to earth you definitely see him kind of become more human and he he gets some very very funny lines about where he smashes the coffee cup Especially like when they're in the diner, it's like I like this another, and he just smashes it against the window. <laughs> that I've always thought that was funny. Um, and then the the Loki stuff is cool. The the Odin stuff is kind of it's fine, but either being all on Asgard or all on Earth, the fact that it jumps around a little bit, I think, kind of hurts it just for me because you do get these wildly different places and nothing really. I don't think they didn't they didn't really earn to be that different yet. Um, but as it stands, it's a very fun movie. It's got cool action. Like you said, the, the laser face guy was a lot of fun. So there's, there's a lot of imagination here and Brana definitely brings a lot more weight to it than, uh, really any other actor would. So, um, I like it. It's a very fun movie. So Josh, some likes and dislikes. Um, a lot of stuff. Uh, I think Loki, I think he's in, in, at least in this movie, he's an incredible villain. Um, not just, but not just because he's like a menacing or anything, but he's, you He's one of the few. It's what I love about villains is when you they're characters that they don't think they're doing something wrong. They think they're doing it to be right, but it's also the kind that you can empathize with. Um, and Loki is definitely a character that I feel really empathetic towards because you can see he's he's a tragic character. Um, and I think Tom Hiddleston does an incredible job. Um, he might be my favorite aside from Robert Downey Jr. Maybe one or two others. He's definitely, I think the best actor that the MCU has to offer. Um, and just him and especially his relationship with Thor and seeing more of that play out way later in the movies. Um, I love all that stuff. I love the, uh, the Odin stuff, especially there's this one scene with Loki and Odin. Um, I don't remember uh, what exactly happens, uh, where he's basically, Loki's finding out about his true parentage, mm-hmm. um, and it's just this incredibly well-done and well-acted scene between these two guys, um, and it, it's awesome. I, it just it's might be one of my top five, top ten scenes in the entire MCU, or uh, really any superhero movie um, as of recently. It, it's, it's an incredible scene, um, and a lot of that carries out throughout the movie. You have this, a lot of this really underappreciated, at least to me, uh, dramatic weight that um, really makes this movie more powerful maybe than it deserves to be. And just overall, I think it works so well with the relationships. The one relationship that I think doesn't work 
is uh, Thor and Natalie Portman's character. What's her name? Uh, Jane. Jane. Yeah. Jane. Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's not bad, but it's not. It's really it's pretty forced, um, and you can kind of tell that Natalie Portman just feels really out of place mm-hmm. in this movie to me. She feels very similar to. Um, Katie Holmes in uh, Batman Begins. Um, Why? Because they both she... look seventeen. Or, <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she just comes off. I, I like her. I, I love Natalie Foreman. She's 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 fine for what she needs to do. She just feels kind of out of place. Yeah. Uh, and an, I want I want to defend someone in this movie also. Uh, Kat Dennings. Don't. Don't even. No. I'm I'm muting you. I'm muting you. You're gonna cut. Don't talk. Kat Dennings in movies. I think she's funny. Stop! Oh my I think god! It's really funny. In this I movie. I agree with you, Josh. I think what? Funny in this you guys movie. both like Cat Dennings? I don't like her in the second one. Okay, that's good. She's she's not she's as good as like, this one. I thought she was really funny. The scene in the uh, the diner where she's like, "Giz going up Facebook smile." I thought that was funny. Um, all the, like all the <laughs> kind of I know that kind of stuff like doesn't you don't like that kind of stuff where they kind of make it mainstream kind of stuff. But I don't know. It, it makes me laugh, and I thought I think she's good. I like Kat Dennings just as an actress and as a person. Um, I don't. I don't mind mainstream jokes. I just don't like cheap jokes. And Facebook making a Facebook joke is cheap as hell. So I, and I, she's just her voice drives me crazy, and she's so pale. It's weird. But anyway, <laughs> it's weird. Um, no, nah, I yeah, I I don't like Kat Dennings in anything. So that's just not, but like you said the rest of the movie the rest of the movie's fine. It's it's very it's it's good to very good. It never really dips below that, which is. Really, all you can ask for with these first initial movies. I mean, they're all kind of awkward in their own special way. It's because it's, they're all feeling it out. <laughs> but uh, now, so Loki was like he was the antagonist in the movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is it is it not that the best antagonists for Marvel are usually the ones that are related to the protagonist in some way? Do we have another example of this? Um, don't we? Have Guardians of the Galaxy. Kind of. Is Thanos Bro. is well. Thanos is whatever that girl's name's dad. So oh, okay. That's not really. Um, that's, he's not really the antagonist, though. He's like just. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he is an he's going to be an antagonist. He's oh, kind yeah. of fits that role. We don't so. know yet. Oh, well, well, uh, yeah, we do. Sure, we do. No, yeah, we, don't we don't know like how he's gonna do. Oh, I see. I know. He was in the movie for like two seconds. Right. And then yeah, and then Bucky was best friends, which is obviously not familiar, but he was pretty much best buddies with Captain America. So. Yeah, I could. Okay, I could see your point. Yeah, I, so I agree. As much as I like Ultron, which we'll get to later, uh, that's just I've always wondered why Marvel it doesn't do that more because like we'll get to, like we'll get to Thor: The Dark World and Iron Man three next time, but like the the villains for those movies just completely drag it down because they have no in my head they really have no relation to the movie. They're just kind of like here's a villain, you know. They don't. There's no reason why they do this. They're the villain. Here you go. So, uh, I just like you said, Josh. I think for this movie, it definitely and the movies that since then really work because Loki is related to Thor in kind of a Bucky Barnes sort of relationship, I guess. Yeah. Something also about that, it's like I think something at Marvel is kind of. It doesn't seem like they're trying to fix their quote unquote villain problem anytime soon, um, because it seems like they're really more focused on their heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and just developing and building them and, you know, taking them in different directions. Yeah. And there's nothing and, wrong with that. That's yeah, probably the best way to go. But, you know, a hero is only good as their villain. Loki's definitely done. He's developed and they give him the most time to do villain things. So he definitely works the best and starts, even though, like like Chris Hemsworth, awkward haircut, but <laughs> withstanding, but still a good villain. What, what's on your mind about Thor? Um, 
I got nothing. Not a lot. I just, it's I pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Hello. Some good action. And uh, and but also, wait. I would be. I'd be remiss to, if I didn't rem- mention that the scene where they smashed the bridge from where wherever where are they called? Yeah. Asgard, right? Yeah. Oh, the Asgard Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, the, where they just yeah the Rainbow Road when they smash up the Rainbow Road like crazy, uh, th- I love that scene like the whole look that they give, Asgard is just so cool and I yeah. want to I want to spend a movie up there like stop we don't need to go back to Earth anymore just yeah, stop think... let's go if we're gonna be a Thor movie let's just stay in Asgard and do Asgard stuff you know that's why I'm really looking forward to Thor three um, because it seems like that's it's pretty much it's not gonna be on Earth at all yeah right. so. that sounds cool cool so uh, give it a grade let's do it Cody. I'm going to go ahead and throw this movie an 8. I'm going to go 7. Josh? 9.5. Oh, wow. Ooh. Really? Ooh. <laughs> and uh, uh, coming up next, Cody, you're, I know you're going to love this one. Uh, Captain America, the First Avengers. Oh, first Avenger. First Avenger. Because Nazis, of course. Because Nazis. Because Nazis. Uh, came out just a couple months after Thor's, so they really stacked them on here, didn't they? Uh Cody, let's uh, well, you start us off. What do you, what are your thoughts I, about Captain America? I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. I really, it's the perfect World War II movie. Really, Hugo Weaving is the best villain in the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. and he is so underutilized in this. <laughs> He's so great as the Red Skull. He's so funny. <laughs> he is so okay. It, it's ironic. That was ironic. In case you didn't get that. He's not the actual best villain in the MCU, but I don't he, know. You sold me pretty well. He plays the perfect <laughs> Nazi. Like he does. Th- that's what people should be striving to do whenever they get cast as a Nazi. Mm-hmm. But no, I really like this movie. It has a good good message that the big guy's not always the best guy. Mm-hmm. And that good character trumps over strength most of the time. Unless you become really strong and then you're the perfect human. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think uh, Chris Evans is great in this movie. Um, I guess, what's that chick's name? Haley Atwell? Yeah. She's pretty good in it, too. Yeah. Natalie Dormer makes a surprise appearance. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah. yeah she's right. that um, that random chick that kisses Captain America. Oh, right, right, right. Um, hmm. Yeah, I just... I really enjoy watching this movie. Nice. Um, for myself, uh, I I find myself with this movie. Mo- I mostly remember scenes instead of like the movie, if you know, like or just parts of it. Like I I remember everything with you know Hugo Weaving. I think he was he's just a great actor. Like no matter what, so um, he was awesome. I love Tommy Lee Jones and kind of a random like why would he do this? But he's also great. Uh, and Stanley Tucci in a kind of a small, smaller little role. He's awesome. Uh, the movie as itself, I'm just kind of, I, I'm a little meh. I, I, I don't feel very strongly one way or the other. But like all these Phase One movies, they're just setups. Like this is just the first act of, even if it's a movie with a three act structure, all this stuff. It's the first act, pretty much. So you kind of, you, you do get to know all these people. And I know we're we're a bunch of movies in. I still. Chris Evans is almost too perfect. <laughs> like I remember reading somewhere where, uh, actually, you know, you remember in Steve Jobs where he's talking about, you know, he's got like the next the little black box. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a line in the movie somewhere where it's like, oh, we 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 made it an inch short on like the backside because the human eye doesn't 
it can't recognize actual perfect like view. symmetrical perfection. <laughs> I feel like that's the, for me. That's kind of how I feel about Chris Evans. Like he's just too perfect in a way <laughs> that I just I liked somebody who's a little bit rougher. Like John Krasinski was up for the role, and I I think I've said that before. I I love John Krasinski, and I wish he got this because yeah, Evans is fine. He's just a little bit too perfect, which is the best dig or the best negative thing you could possibly say about him in these movies he's so great he's you know he's okay like so that's kind of like the point captain america though yeah i i know i understand which i i totally understand that but from a cinematic perspective i like to see somebody with a little bit a few more shades to him not somebody who was born to be captain america you know i think captain america kind of falls into that same trope that superman Superman. does yeah um for a lot of people where he's kind of he's He's not overpowered like some people think Superman is, mm-hmm. but he has that Boy Scout image, and he's squeaky clean, perfect guy. Um, that's maybe it. Just not a not doesn't gel right with some people. Um, and but I mean that's just that's just the character. But mm. I think Chris Evans because I mean we saw Chris Evans kind of play something different in um, Snowpiercer. Oh yeah. Well, I mean Captain America didn't eat babies, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But I, I know I get what you're saying. But uh, so hmm. let me. Can I? I'm gonna read something real quick. So I'm I'm on Wikipedia here and I'm just looking through the cast to see if I'm missing anybody. And I'm reading Tommy Lee Jones' description. And you know how you get the whole you get a bunch of the the quips like, oh, he's just a great character with a lot of history. I read all the comics. You know you, how you get those from comic book actors. Yeah. Here's how Jones described his character. Quote, the one you've seen in a thousand movies. The gruff, skeptical officer, overseeing a team of talented, slightly sarcastic, specially talented soldiers. Like, he doesn't give a shit about anything. I love him. (laughs) I want to be Tommy Lee Jones as an old man. I mean, well, I'm already an old man, but I want to be more like him as I become technically older. An actual old man. As you come into yourself. Pretty much. Physically older, not emotionally. Really. If I'm Tommy Lee Jones or anything close, I'm super psyched. He's great. But I, <laughs> he's so, this is so silly. All right. Um, uh, the action scenes. Let's talk about those a little bit. Do you think that they did World War II well? Cody, you're a resident historian, so kind of hard to not do World War II well. Yeah. To be honest, I mean, let, let's get serious. As long as you have some guys in camo shooting at guys in gray, you got a, uh, mm-hmm. got a World War II movie. Pretty I think much. they did a good job. I liked that they made these uh, these Nazis not actual Nazis, but like super Nazis. Yeah, like Hydra. Well, yeah. Yeah, Hydra, man. They're still super Nazis. Very much. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a great movie, by the way. It's just no. I think they did a pretty good job. I mean, it's not like straight up. So it's not Private Ryan, but it's no. It's not clean. Saving Private Ryan. It's pretty clean. Mm-hmm. World War Two, but yeah. But yeah. It, it's this is probably this is probably the easiest movie to do so because it's it's a very simple underdog it's an underdog story really uh-huh. underdog story with Nazis and costumes and actions like this is kind of a this is one that's sort of a slam dunk so just because of that it almost seems like it's not bringing anything new to the table but really it's just it's refining a formula to I mean almost perfection really like if you want to do an underdog story that's pretty captain america the one the first avenger is pretty much what you do as far as i'm concerned uh-huh. yeah. which which kind of works against it but at the same time it it, it does have this kind of classical feel it almost feels like it was made in the 40s yeah that's definitely a thing that i oh, i i like about it it feels very old-fashioned mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. And the I like the soundtrack too. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just to and seeing superheroes in like a historical context is just really is really cool. That's why the opening of Watchmen is so great. Yeah. Yeah. Like you see them interact with history. So like I I, I love DC and what they do, but the fact that they're they completely detach themselves from history kind of bugs me a little bit. And Marvel because you know they have Gotham and Metropolis and they're just this whole different thing. But Marvel's like oh World War Two. America, like I, I kind of like having. Let's go. Yeah, having superheroes in the real world, it just feels, it just feels right, and I kind of, I really like that about this movie. But, all right, cool. Uh, anything else you guys want to hit on? Yeah, um, a little bit. Um, just, uh, I mean, overall, I, I don't think I've talked that much yet, but uh, overall, I, I like it. I kind of flip flop with this movie a little bit. Sometimes I watch it and I really like it, like almost love it, and then other times I watch it and I'm like, that was, that was fine. Yeah, <laughs> that was a movie. That was fun, um, but I I don't know. Overall, I think I I, I think it's good. Um, I like it, but I don't know. Just it feels like like maybe it's just kind of has that it has something missing, and I still haven't really figured out what. Mm, um, interesting. But oh, I mean, it's, it's well made. It has that I love that kind of old fashioned feel it has to it. it. Has that just it just you know it's just like about a guy that wants to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I really I like that. I know. Um, I like Chris Evans. I like the cast. Um, and another relationship, um, Peggy and Steve. Uh, I really like that relationship a lot. Yeah, and it gets and guess what? It gets developed really well later on the line. Yep. Like, yes, come on, does. Marvel. Re- re- um, if you want to do this, recurring storylines, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Red Red Skull is awesome. I mm. really would like to see him come back because he didn't die. He's Same. Like, uh, I want him to be the main bad guy in Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the, the surprise plot twist. With have Thanos, he has the whole gauntlet, and then Red Skull just comes and stabs him in the heart or something. A bunch of fighting a bunch of Nazi Chitauris. That'd be cool. <laughs> just do it all again. They are bringing in Hydra a lot now. Yeah, that's true. Modern day, so, um, but I don't know. I don't even know what exactly happened to Red Skull. He like went into some. He went into some cube he thing to the Tesseract. Okay, I don't. I don't even know how that really works. So either, just buy. <laughs> follow blindly. <laughs> Like it doesn't matter. Um, but overall, yeah, it's it's fun movie. My one little gripe about it is they kind of just mo- that one scene where they just montage through all the cool Captain America action stuff. Yeah, I kind of would like to actually see it. I don't know. It just that that it's a little bit of a bummer just because I like I want to see Captain America kick ass. Mm-hmm. But and we get to see more of that in the sequel. But it would have been cool to oh, see I'm more. So of that. excited! I gotta go about go out and buy that movie. Yeah. By the way. Real quick, since I forgot to mention this in our sausage party conversation, yeah. uh, since we're talking about World War II, I just want to slip this in real quick. I love how they parodied uh, Saving Private Ryan in Sausage yes. Party, where they had like the the guy with the noodles like spilling yeah. out, and the Oreo with like the half. Yeah, <laughs> he goes and picks it up. Yeah, that's brilliant. Just like Saving Private Ryan, but um, yeah, definitely like I don't know, probably the best. I don't know, maybe the best World War II movie since Saving Private Ryan. I don't can't really give any off words. the top of my head, but that's true. <laughs> cool. Um, I mean, they haven't really made a lot of World War II movies since. That is true, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I feel like I'm missing one of them, but eh, whatever. Well, it'll come to me. So cool. Well, let's want to give this a grade. Uh, Cody, I'll start with you. Eight and a half. Solid. I'll go eight. Josh. Um, um, between a seven and a half and an eight, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say eight. There you Solid. go. Probably the most eight movie that's ever been made. <laughs> it's, it's just 
It's good. It's good. Anybody can anybody of any age can enjoy this movie, I think. That's really yeah. the theme for this movie though. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Or this uh, these whole all of these movies is that Yep, they're movies. Well, I, I feel like old people wouldn't like Guardians of the Galaxy, but like we'll get to that. That's that you're jumping the gun. Yeah, I don't know. That's just I'm just talking not. phase one, but true, true. Or old people wouldn't like the Avengers. How about that? That's probably true. Too. S- speaking of anyway, uh, the Avengers. So it it's so weird. We're four years we're four years away from the Avengers. Like that happened four years ago. Wow. Well, it's like three and some change, obviously, but mathematically, Still. it's four years ago. That's crazy. And the fact that they gave it to Joss Whedon. Is equally as crazy to me. Like this, this feels like such a Wolfgang Peterson kind of uh, of movie or something like that. Just one of those random guys who makes a bunch of action movies in the '90s. It's like, yeah, get him for this. But that's the one thing I appreciate about what they do. I, I mean, it works most of the time. Sometimes it doesn't. Thor yeah. um, But where they give it to, they kind of they don't just find big directors. Mm-hmm. They're like, who can pitch us the best vision that can fit, but can also kind of make it your own. And also, and, but can also like you can work well with what it needs to be. And you need a guy like this too. Like, you yeah, need like, somebody like Joss Whedon who's just so, you know, he's a pretty much an expert on comic books and just the quippy dialogue and keeps. And he's good with jokes. He's good with kind of keeping multiple characters and like a group dynamic yeah. type of thing. With um, I think the show is Firefly. Yeah. Um, I never really finished it, but X Men um, Two also did they? Whoever wrote yeah. that would have been a good person to get too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Zach Penn, so they did kind of steal him. But um yeah, I we'll start with you, Josh. What is your thoughts on the Avengers? Um, I don't I don't love this movie. Like I'm not I loved it when I saw it the first time. Like this is one of the most fun theater experiences I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um just because of the energy in the room and all the fans and just the build up and the hype towards it was so fun. Um and it was just it was cool seeing them all talk together. It's it's a really fun movie. But it's not like a great movie to me. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's good. It's really it's well made. It's solid. It does exactly what it needs to do, and it's really fun. But it doesn't it doesn't kind of grab me like other of uh, some of the other ones like Thor, Iron Man, or Winter Soldier, or things like that. Um, but it's fun. I, I really enjoy watching it. Um, I think it, I I like that they brought Loki back in. I thought it made sense. It would have been cool to see another villain, but that would have just been more baggage to introduce. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really like it. I think it's fun. Cody, what about you? I, I actually do love this movie. Nice. I remember it was, um, I think this was right at the beginning of my, I like to go to the movies phase of my life that I'm still <laughs> in. It might've been one of the first movies that I saw. I remember seeing it with my friends in a packed case or a case. What the hell? Um, Movie theater. <laughs> I was thinking back to the suitcase suit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, Wait, this is one of the first movies you ever saw in the theater? No, no, no. Oh, that was me going a lot to the movies. Okay, okay. No, no. I was like, wow. I think I am some sort of savage. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just I like everything about this movie. I love the way that they interact with each other. I love the mistrust that they have at the beginning, and then the bonds that they form even though it kind of deteriorates in the movie that we're amping up to. Mm -hmm. But I still think that that is a... I'm talking specifically about the relationship between Iron Man and Captain America. Right. Yeah. I think that the way that their um, 
relationship is forming and the, the direction it's still going in. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. And I like. I think this is the obviously it's the first time that they uh, really like set it up and show it happening. I just I like what this does for the Marvel universe. It's the first major uh, turning point. So it really just changes the way everything develops from there on out. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. I'm gonna say it. Nice. Uh, I think it's cool. It's, it's fun. It's a it's a fun movie. I wasn't I was never and I've never been as a, very attached to Marvel. So I kind of I got I didn't really uh, I really didn't get the whole the insanity over the Avengers, and I kind of still don't because it's it's a it's a fine movie, but the just from a story writing and story perspective, it's a little uneven, and it's uh, there's there's moments that don't 100% work for me, but. That's not really what you go to this movie for, and like like with like similar to Batman v Superman, I'm not looking for something life changing or one of the greatest scripts I've ever read. I'm looking for a good time, interesting act, fun action, good jokes, good work through the characters, and I got that for you know 98% of the movie. So uh, it's for me, it's a very very fun movie. I like like you were talking about Cody. I like how they do they Whedon sets things up in a very kind of uh, subdued sort of way where it's not it's not completely obvious like oh here's setting up a conflict that's going to happen x amount of time from now you know it's it's very it feels organic and that's really his strength uh samuel jackson just he gets a bigger role and i mean he's just he's one of the most fun actors i think that there is to watch you can watch he's just oh, yeah. awesome and um yeah, we just kind of it, it just fleshes everybody out a little bit, and I think they did a good job of integrating um, the Hulk in, back into this, which was kind of this weird. Uh, well, you kind of had a movie, but you also didn't. So <laughs> here you go. They they just they didn't really take much time to explain or talk about anything. They're just like, oh, here's Hulk. Like it's Bruce Banner's here, guys. Don't what what? No, no, he looks the same. There was no other it's one. The same guy. <laughs> it's Who the cares? same guy. He's different haircut. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I th- there's something to be said for not doubling back and trying to explain anything. Just kind of, it's a movie, let it be a movie. Let it not make sense. Who cares? Oh, um, but, it was the gamma radiation. Yeah, um, yeah I, mean, he's, I look like Mark Ruffalo now. It's weird. Um, somebody should have said that. They'd be like, you look a lot like Mark Ruffalo. Have you ever seen the actor Mark Ruffalo? Exactly like him. Zodiac, great movie. That'd be a great, ah, oh, Zodiac uh, That would have been funny. A Zodiac reference between Down, Downey Jr. and Ruffalo. That'd be awesome, but. Uh, I'd seen I had already seen Zodiac by the time I saw this, so I knew how great of a pairing that those two would be, and just their recent work in the Avengers movies completely it just reinforced that these guys are the best. Like if 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 we could get the nice guys remade with Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo, that'd be great. Or just first a sequel. Nice guys hasn't even come out yet. I know. Or, all right, then a sequel. <laughs> doing a sequel. I'm just saying. But these those two are awesome. They have the best chemistry of anybody in the entire series. I just like their these two science guys who just. Are kind of oh, they've so always, actually in love with each other. Yeah, mean? pretty much. They've crushes on each other, and it's like science, science, science. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, very fun movie. I don't like like we'll get to this at a later point. I still think I like Age of Ultron a little bit more, but as it stands, this is a very enjoyable movie, and a tricky one to do that I I respect them for pulling off. So I'm gonna have a fun time with Age of Ultron. I can tell you that. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Oh, that's, um, find out josh uh, some likes dislikes um just i mean i love the dialogue and the banter between everyone it's a lot of fun i think joss Whedon does that better than a lot of people um i used to i used to not be as big on the joss Whedon train as a lot of other people um but 
as a as a, a director this movie got me into him as a writer and then age of ultron got me into him as a director um but uh i think it's really well written it's really fun snappy stuff um the one scene i will never forget this when um thor grabs loki and smashes him back and forth on the ground don't you mean hulk when hulk does it yeah, yeah. that's what i said no, you said Thor. You said Thor. Did I? Oh my god! Get out! Whatever. You're a beast. Are you even a real Marvel fan? Do you even do you even Marvel, bro? <laughs> oh my god! When uh, Hulk smashes Loki, um, no. I my theater was I, I you could just feel the eruption of laughter. Oh, everybody it's, loved it. It's mm-hmm. one of it to me. Even though it doesn't quite hold up after seeing it a million times, just the just the to me a lot of my joy from this movie comes from the, the remembering. My experience the first time seeing it with my audience, everyone lost their mind over it. But just over, I mean, that's a lot of funny stuff like that. That's that's a really clever thing to do. Um, I'll just agree with you because I think that moment works just as well because it still comes out of nowhere. Nowhere they're just they go from standing there to just Loki getting wrecked in like a second. It's great. I I think Hulk is the best part of the movie because just this is the first finally they've used Hulk the right way. They use him as a supporting role because I love the Hulk. He is just not a character that can really hold, stand alone in his own movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you can probably try to make it work, but I think really The Incredible Hulk is the best you're ever going to get by trying to do that. Um, yeah. And I think just the way he should be used is as in a supporting role or in a in a group, um, and use him for comic relief. The way Hulk should be is comedic re- relief or in Age of Ultron where you use him to you know as a darker type of thing. Mm-hmm. But in this, he's used definitely as comedic relief and he's the funniest thing in the movie. He's the best thing in the movie. Every time he's on screen, everyone I'm cheering just in my own head and he's, he's great. I love him. Mark Ruffalo does a great job, even though I just, I still prefer Edward Norton, but he does a great job. Um, just the, the chemistry between they, they nailed it with casting because they got some really great chemistry between um, all four of them. Okay. Um, and then in black widow, um, who, when I first was seeing the trailers, and so I was like, this chick has a gun. How is she going to hold up against all them? You know, I'm just like, why does she need to be in this movie? Then I saw it, and I was like, wow, she, she was awesome. Ass. She's a badass in this movie. The she, first scene she did she's some in, stuff. Yeah, the first scene she's in where she's being interrogated, and then she flips the chair and beats beats all those guys up while she's on the phone. That's awesome. That was <laughs> what a way a to scene. reintroduce her as a character yeah. too. Um, just these to guys add, are giving me everything. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's just, great. So much, just so much fun comes out of this movie. Even though it's the narrative is really, really by the numbers. It's bad guy comes to Earth, bad guy does bad things. They need to get a they are after a device of some kind. They need to bring together the heroes. The heroes don't like each other at first, but then they team up at the end and have a big battle with tons of aliens. It's it's as basic as it gets. Marvel's super great at pulling that off, though. Yeah, they are. Um, I think it works. It works just it works as well as it probably could. I I wouldn't mind if it had more of a a, like a meteor plot with a bit more character stuff in it to drive some things Mm -hmm. and develop some things a bit more. I think what I don't. I think the one thing that keeps me from loving this movie, it doesn't ever quite hook me with the characters because it never really develops them that much. Mm-hmm. Um, or it never really takes it in any new direction. It's just like, here, well, now the team's together. Well, there's, I think there's a develop... There, you you kind of get in 
just development from having them interact, though. Because, you know, because the the way you can tell a lot about Tony by the way he interacts with Hulk and that and he does with Captain America or Thor. Like there's there's something to be said for showing what how people maybe really are by showing them with their equals instead of their inferiors. Because Tony, for the most part, everybody's dumber than he is pretty much, or he's in love with. I mean, you don't really get his, just him as a person so much as he is. For me, that I like, I think I get a bit more understanding of who somebody is when I see them in a movie like this, like interact with people. I think it does a better job of developing the universe than it does of the actual characters. Mm. But I, I, because it just kind of, it moves the whole MCU in kind of this new state of being. Um, Mm. and And that's fine. It works. It's cool. Um, but I mean, overall, I just, I, I just, just an enjoyable, it's a popcorn movie. This is the definition. This isn't a negative, but this is a definition of a popcorn movie. Too, maybe a bit too long to be a popcorn movie, but yeah, you know, I get what you're saying. It's two and a half hours. I long. mean, that stupid Transformers movie is still a popcorn movie. And that's even longer. Mm-hmm. So it's eight and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you're, 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 you hit the nail on the head. I think Josh, it's just, this is, this is what to to expect anything other than what this movie is is a complete just it's it's <laughs> idiotic because it's just it's every all the heroes they're doing hero stuff they're fighting aliens and you know having fun telling jokes and it's I like it yeah, yeah you're you're absolutely right it's just there's nothing there's nothing really wrong with it it's just it's whether you like it or not and whether it works for you but yeah uh and are very entertaining very entertaining. So, um, any other thoughts, you guys? Nope. No, nothing. I do like how it sets up some of the Phase Two movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that scene where um, Captain America is playing Batman and uh, detecting. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Yo, they're using hydro weapons. Yeah. What scene is this? I'm, I'm, I don't. He's uh, sneaking around the helicarrier and he finds the hydro weapons. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's right, right, right. Because Batman's a detective, Josh. Yeah, get it? <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah. The, I the only thing that I kind of rolled my eyes at in the movie was like, oh my god, Tony's dead. But like, yeah, no, they ruined yeah. that trailer. But. Yeah, that's true. But it's anyway. But <laughs> seeing the Hulk just like destroy those big giant like s- s- uh, <laughs> space snakes was so cool. He just like that was he, so cool. That was. I thought those were going to be much more threatening than they were, but kind of Hulk just sort of take care of them pretty easily. I think that was the joke. It's like get wrecked, guys. Yeah, that was. <laughs> and one, yeah, and one of the when the one of the little speeders goes by and Hulk just kind of slaps it out of the air like a basketball. Yeah, iconic. <laughs> so fun. What the, I think my favorite, I think my favorite moment in the whole thing is Hulk when he hulks out for the second time. Mm-hmm. When he shows up, they need like he pretty much saves the day. He's like. I know you might want to get angry, and he's like, "I'm always angry." And he punches the thing. I lose my mind every time I watch that scene. Like, it's and awesome. as he turns, he becomes the Hulk. Yeah. The pants, though, the pants—they are not. They stay the same. <laughs> the, the, the shirt rips, pants don't. That's just that's the rule, I guess. Here's the thing. Somebody's got to address that. I mean, even if, if you, joke, I don't care. If you don't <laughs> even pretend that, you're just gonna have what happened with Watchmen. There's gonna be a, either a blue or a green dick on your screen. That's true. And it's kind of uncomfortable. That, help, that helps parents give the birds and the bees talk. You know? <laughs> like, I know what you saw in the movie might have been confusing, but... <laughs> but good stuff. Oh, Christ. All right, well, let's uh, let's wrap it up, guys. Let's give it a grade, shall we? Cody, 
Nine and a half. Josh. Eight and a half. Uh, I'll go eight. Uh, yeah, eight and a half. That seems like a fair, a fair number. It's nothing wrong with it. Not 100% my cup of tea, but... All right, cool. Well, we covered a lot of ground. Um, not quite sure what the schedule's looking like for the next few weeks, but uh, we're, part two will be coming pretty soon if you guys want to brush up a little bit. I'm, I probably watch... I'll rewatch Guardians, I think. You we'll should rewatch Iron Man 3. No. I don't want to... You need to... Pain... Give it a second chance. I've given it multiple... <laughs> that movie doesn't deserve a second chance. It's, it's awful. It's great. As you can tell, it's going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> so until we talk to you guys next, you can follow us at underscore Reflex on the Twitter. Send us an email, reflexpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, until we talk to you guys next, take it easy, you guys. Bye-bye. Au revoir. Iron Man 3 is awesome. Get out. What's the French for shut the hell up? <laughs> I wish I knew. Bazafu. That's... Bazafu. Bazafu. Ferme la bouche.